Welcome back to another episode of Pewology. This is the show where the people in the pews get to weigh in, and we're continuing our series in the steps, the 12 steps to be exact, and we have found ourselves all the way on step number 11 today in studio, my good buddy Ray and my good buddy Axel. Let me read this to you. You ready? Yes, sir. Sought. Through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry it out. Did you say uh, medication? Or meditation. meditation. <laughs> <I was laughs> Sought no. through prayer, prayer and medication. Medication. <laughs> People get that wrong. Well, that's kind of what got us in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I must have read it. Prayer and medication. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. So how are you guys doing with uh, – he's fine. How are you guys doing with uh, prayer and specifically prayer – like – do you think, like, do you think you get the concept of prayer? Do you think you're a good prayer, pray or a prayer, 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 prayer? Do you think you know how to do the prayer? So, um, there's prayers that are set out all throughout the book, and um, I used to pray like, God, please let me win the lottery. Please, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, uh, God, yeah. Please just get me out of like if if I don't go to jail. I'll I stop prom- doing what I'm doing. I promise I'll be better. So you know, your prayer life that, that, that started used to with be, like negotiations. Uh, negoti- negoti- like uh, I like if you do this for me, like I'll do this for you. Request. Yes. Yeah. Emergency yes. request. Okay. And um, also like it's like if you do this for me, I'll do this for you. Okay. You know, and it turned from that to like the one of the first prayers it is the third step prayer and like offering myself is like I walk. I literally in. I imagine myself walking into the, my boss's office, and that's God, and I'm like, I'm, I'm offering myself to you okay, to build me and to do with me as you want, you know, and to relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do your will, okay. take away my death. So it's more like I'm asking God to help me do his will, right, mm. versus me asking God to help him do my will. Oh, nice. Oh, then, man, I got to write that down. That was pretty good. Yeah. All right, so... You moved from God do my will to God to, help me do your yeah. will. Okay. God do my will. Basically the same for me. Like To God help me do your will. Yeah. Because what we were talking about earlier, like I never really, like I'm not the person who had a, a struggle with believing in God, but um, I had a struggle with wanting to be God, you know. So like, or like I was the boss, and he he had, he was there to serve me. So it went from the complete opposite. Like I don't have a Santa Claus God anymore. That's like, a very simplistic, but very like rooted in the Old Testament kind of like mentality of the transformation that takes place spiritually, right? Like you got the first sin in the garden, and the first temptation is. God doesn't want you to touch that tree because if you be do, God. you'll be God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now that now that's the the humanity struggle throughout life. Yeah, it's like everybody struggles. Yeah. Every every sin, every struggle. Yeah, you basically going. I want to do my own thing. Yeah, and like and in those uh, in those little bits of reality, I 
I tend to seek. Uh, I'm I'm an agnostic, right? In right. that in that state, because then I seek other things other than God in order for me to feel better about yeah. myself or about yeah. the situation. Yeah. Um. At hand. So like. Whenever I I pray, I I just relax, take it easy. Well, that's not prayer; that's meditation. Um, ooh, I wanted to talk about that. Okay, okay, because that was my suspicion. Right? Is that we would? This is where we would probably have the biggest difference. So, when you think of meditation, what do you think it is? I'm I think more of like his contemplation. You know, it's like because when you look up meditation, there's no actual. I mean, there is a definition, but then. It's just like the the act of meditating, right? Yeah. <laughs> so Meditation like, is the act of meditating. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and then the, the other like similar words are contemplation. And then when you look at contemplations, it's like to to think for a long time, like or focus thoughts, right? Okay. And like, um, I've I've sought through a whole bunch of. This is where I love. Um, this is the stuff I love the most because then I can seek all different avenues of meditation, like. One of one of the ways I learned was um, like visual. Like uh, I try to envision myself in a park, right? And then like all of my thoughts are different people, right? And I'm not gonna like indulge in those conversations to people I don't know. You know, I just look crazy. They yeah. look at me like I'm crazy, right? right? So I just sit there and like imagine being at Lakefront. You're just hearing all the noise going on in the background, and you're right. just sitting there listening. Right. You know. Meditation is listening. Praying is asking. Okay. okay. And it's not like asking for myself. It's, there is a way to ask for yourself only if other people are going to be helped, right? So, like, um, I ask for my finances only to be able to be able to help, like, to help, to be a blessing, to, you know, yeah. take care of my family, to yeah. help other people, yeah. you know. So that's the only way I can pray for myself now. Right. You know, and obviously I'm not going to get anything outside of what I need. What's your actual pattern like? Like, what's your guys' actual pattern like? Do you do you have a set time where you're praying? As soon as my eyes wake up. As soon as my yeah, eyes. but like, do you do it? Like, do you go somewhere? Like, you go to a place? Some do some people do. Yes, house? Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> do you, no, I'm serious. Do you check your phone first? Is it like your first thing you do? Is it not the first thing you do? Do you end the day with that? Do you go to a certain place? Do you have a certain posture? Do you kneel? Do you sit? Do you bow? Do you get on the couch? So, you know, what do you do? Me, me personally, I'm in a constant state of of like a conscious contact with God. Like, God is God is with me right here. So I'm constantly. I guess I pray in a different way. Like I'm not the traditional get on your hands and knees, and because right. I did that a lot in in, in Catholic school. Okay. But we always internalized it, so right. it was like kneel and bow. I've eliminated the kneel and bow mainly because it's a difficult thing for me to do. <laughs> <laughs> my boys, like I can't kneel. My knees, my knees. I got the eight, the knees of an eighty year old. Those are my doctor. My doctor's like, you got the knees of an eighty year old. So, no, but seriously, I I internalize. Um, Sounds like, like I was trying to tell you something. Well, the same thing is like before I would ask like me, 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 help, 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 need, 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 where now I'm in a constant state of gratitude. So I don't ask for things. I ask for his will. Okay. And when things materialize and happen, because I do ask for things like, you know, I don't say, hey, give me money or give me this. But yeah. I say, hey, let me enjoy my work. Yeah. Let me take pride in the work, in the job, in the in the act of either service or 
labor. Okay. Whatever it is. Like, hey, I need you to help me do this. Like, God, give me the strength to do my very best on this. Okay. And so I've... I used to live in a state where I chased the main goal of my life for a while was chasing drugs, money. Yeah. But even before the drugs and or in the beginning too was always chase money because that's what yeah. we're, we're taught. Like we want nice cars, we want nice houses. Yeah. And I remember doing that for a long time, and I, it was never enough. There was never enough. You could never amount enough. You could never buy enough. Right. Where now I live in a state of almost like. Um, gratitude. So if I have something, I'm grateful for it. If something goes wrong, right. I'm not like God. Why have you forsaken me? I I say thank you for not making it worse. Right. You know that's my main line. Like this could have been worse. Yeah. You know. Okay. So that's that's kind of like how I because I you know with the kids and my busy life, it's hard for me to be like every day at six a.m. I'm gonna do this because every day is different. Okay. You know. So it's hard for me to have. Like a prayer routine, so a lot of times I drive in the car a lot. Okay, in the like car. E- like even coming here, you know, I put eighty eight point three, or or sometimes I sit with the radio off and I just I just say, God, let me be your vessel. That's one thing that I learned in recovery, is I don't impose my will. Like I wake up and I say, God, let it be your vessel. Because there's times where I've had plans to do things like a job, yeah. and then I get a call from a tenant. Hey, the AC broke. My day, I can't go this way. It's pulling me this way. And I don't go, well, you're going to have to wait. I'm like, hey, that's God's will. And and it usually when I follow whatever whatever thing has come unexpected, right. my day is great. Whenever I go, no, nah, that can wait. And I force, I like, I, I got to do, I want to do this. Yeah. It never turns out how I want. I never, I never leave rewarded whenever, you know, like if my wife says, let's do this. And I just want to be rebellious and be like, no, we're doing this. I'm dead set on that, regardless of the rain, weather, time, or circumstances. Mm-hmm. And I push through it, never finishes with a good sense. Whereas, like, you know, the saying comes, make plans and God will laugh. Yeah. That's a, right? That's, sure. Right, Axel? That's like a really true true statement. Make plans, God will laugh. So when I make plans, they don't turn out. I follow whatever, whatever path is there. Right. I don't follow and, that statement. No? no? Really? Okay. No. Because Axel's out on that. No, you're out on make plans. God will laugh. That doesn't happen. You make plans. Look at look at. You, uh, like, you woke up in the morning and like, said, "I'm gonna dress well." Why would God I'm, laugh? He knows everything. Yeah. Well, oh, no. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but, but no, God, God laughs because because you have in your head certain plans that you're like they're gonna happen, and the reality is it's not gonna be. Your no, will. no, I get the concept. You know, you know? you're right. right. You know what I mean? Like I always say, like I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna get this from this or that, this situation. And it doesn't. You're like what? Yeah, that's why um, it says we think about uh, the the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day, so we just consider them because they may change. Yeah, you know. What about like? Okay, so I get. Do you agree? Is that kind of? Are you falling into the same kind of like pattern as Ray, where you're like, okay, um. I don't. I haven't blocked out a very specific set time with an alarm and a calendar, and I so, do this every day. I know Avi does. He does that like in the morning. He he has like a very religious set, but it's it's a part of this is like um upon awakening, right? And it could be when you wake up or upon awakening of like being aware, you know. So like whenever okay. I'm aware of uh, of everything. So it's more like an ongoing natural conversation prayers 
for yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. More, That's fair. Like all throughout the day, I, I, I pause, pray, and proceed. Pause, pray, proceed. Okay. And um, there's a at night there's um a couple actions right. Uh, it's just like yes or no questions. It says, were we resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid? Do we owe an apology? Have we kept something to ourselves, which with which should be discussed with uh, another person at once? Were we kind and loving toward all? Like that one question, were we kind and loving toward all? Man, it's one of the hardest questions. Right. You know, um, what could we have done better? Were we thinking of ourselves most of the time or were we thinking of what we could do for others, of what we could pack into the stream of life? But we must not be careful to drift into war remorse or morbid reflection. See, here's the point that I wanted to get at that I think a lot of people listening will will kind of wrap their brains around or kind of connect with this point because I think that – and I'm talking about this a little bit on Sunday, but the idea about like prayer and meditation because a lot of people are like – I don't, even, I don't even understand the difference. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what? because they, they don't understand. Praying is like talking to God. And like you can't really have a conversation unless you're receiving. It's like learning how to give and receive feedback. Yeah. And and if it's in that light, I think I think there's probably a level that that, that is tough for a lot of people. Yeah. Right? They don't that, – that's a that's – a, I don't know. That, I don't know. That's a – it says what next used to level be, kind of thing. You know? Yeah, what used to be the hunt or occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Yeah, and I think for, so. so to, to think, but think about this, right? Like this is the I think this is the problem is w- when you think about meditation. I think the difference in what you I think what you guys are describing is an active prayer life. Okay, yeah. and I think that's effective. And I think the way you're at an active prayer life, like. Ongoing conversation with God. Yes. It should be natural. Yes. I think it can be very like um intimate. I think but I think it can be like it doesn't have to be this thing where it's like, oh, I have to get up every day at six and right. do this thing. Or, or before yeah, I get nah. up, I have to say these words or yeah. Yeah, nah, I don't nah. think it has to be that. I, I, it's I, not I, even it's not I even think, like that for me. Like so these are just yeah. suggestions. Yeah. I think it can be yeah. ongoing, natural. Yes. But here's the problem with meditation. I don't think that about meditation. I think meditation is different. Let me tell you why. And I'll make my argument, and you, I think yeah, you'll no, agree I, with me. I, yeah. All right. So most of the time, when people hear the term meditation, they think Eastern, which is why I was asking. Eastern, Eastern, oh, Eastern, Eastern. Medita- okay. meditation, which we describe mostly by transcendental meditation and other types of forms of medica- uh, meditation. Usually, <laughs> it, medication. Usually, meditation that's yeah. that's kind of like um, been shaped in some way by Buddhist thought, Hindu thought, transcendental meditation thought, all those kind of things, right? Yeah. So we would call it Eastern. Um, but that meditation and what I would call Christian meditation are the exact opposite. What's the Christian meditation? So Eastern meditation would be empty your mind, mm. think of nothing. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? How do you yeah. think of nothing? Well, Don't think of it to pink elephant. Trans- transcendental yeah, meditation you can. You can do calming that. your mind, you know, yeah, but, not yeah. thinking of things, think, emptying yeah. yourself, emptying all breathing. of the that, distractions. How is, yeah, I, yeah. I get that, but and I think that, how is that even I'm not, possible? I'm not knocking it. I think there's probably some good stuff to that at some level, right? That's why I play poker. That's what empties my mind. Right, right, right. But and, but that that's something that you. it's almost, for many people, for like high, high level transcendental meditation, high, high level. Yeah. You're talking almost like, uh, well, like crack high, like there are monks that do it for days. Okay, that won't eat. Oh yeah, they yeah. go into like a trance-like state. Yeah, like can do it in like seriously crazy weather environments, all this kind of stuff, yeah, yeah. right? So I'm gonna talk about that. 
Leave that aside. Christian meditation is the opposite. It's fill your mind with things that you're going to think about, meditate on. And for Christians, that's typically word of God, right? So you're, you're saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill my mind with truths and I'm going to pick the truths apart like an onion. I'm going to think about it and I'm going to let it shape my thinking. So everything you read in the Psalms, like when you open up the book of Psalms and read it, it's full of like prayers and meditations and songs and hymns to God. And it's all these like really reflective thoughts about like God. Like and are just, those in the morning or in the evening? Oh. But, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. It's just that it takes more time. It can't be this on, it's not. When does it take more time in the evening or in the day? No, it takes more time. It doesn't matter. Okay. I'm just saying, so, okay, so I'm now, just saying the difference between prayer, which is, I believe, to be yeah. ongoing conversation ongoing. and can feel like sporadic, Wait, yeah, sporadic like or moment. Meditation, you do have to go, oh, I need to carve out a moment okay. to dwell so, on this. But here's, here's my argument, okay? I think you're doing it. Like when you just well, you just read this too. I think you're doing it. I just think you're doing it in a little bit different form. Like what, your I do a lot of um so what your ability to like quote that yeah right and you've highlighted it yeah. and you're thinking about what it means for your life. That's meditation. Yeah, that's Christian meditation. Meaning that you're looking at truths right or important principles and you're picking them apart and you're exploring how that. That what that means to you, yeah. and right? what what do I got to do about them, and how you've lived it out? Like so, those questions that you just read. Hey, what could I have done that was more kind today, or more? Like, how did I digest this today? Okay. How did I apply this truth today? Did I get off the path today? That's all Christian meditation, yeah. right? It's just that for you, I and I, this is not a knock. I don't mean this to be a knock. You're using the you're using the secondary outflow of the scripture, which would be like the truths from the scriptures encapsulated in this writing. Right. And I would say Christian meditation starts with the scriptures. Right. So you're taking the basic truths and you're going, okay, let me think about this and how and how this would shape me. So you're like, for instance, like the old testament writers would say, I think about your law all day and all night. And you're yeah. like, how boring is that? Right. But what they're doing is they're saying, I'm thinking about the things you've told me about yeah. how life works yeah. and how life should be. And I'm comparing it to my life. And I'm I'm dwelling on it to the point yeah. where I, it it gives me a place where I go oh I think I'm off or I think I need more or I think I need God you know what I'm saying it's like Does that make sense on the beam off the beam. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, go uh, what is it on the beam off the beam off the beam yeah so like it's like two sets of principles like on the sure. beam is honesty off the beam is dishonesty so, so I would call Jesus's uh, Sermon on the Mount a meditation right so he's taking the law. And he's going, uh, you've heard that it said, but I say, right? And he's basically saying, I've sat here and dwelt on the truths of God. And now I'm applying those into my life. And I've thought about this and I'm applying this into my life. And I'm living this out in this way, right? That is the centerpiece of all. And I think you're doing it. Yeah. I just I'm, think, uh, so I think when you pick this up and you sit down and, and like you really read it and you really dwell on it, that is meditation. That's what meditation is. Yeah. That's my argument. See, I, so I, right wait, here, let me counter it, it, it actually, Let me counter that real quick. Hold on. I want to counter that with, yeah. this is how I simplify it, and this may make sense to you how I perceive it, because I've heard people say, you got to get up early in the morning, have your coffee, meditate, people that don't have kids. So, yeah, that's easy to get up in the morning. You don't have Bro, to. That's if you, know, you can, can have I, it like yeah, that. No, no, I'm not arguing. Right. I'm so, not arguing on. that. Right, so, and again, so some people will say that, but for me, 
for me, I, I also, as f just if the prayer is a constant thing, so is meditation for me, because I'm going to tell you why for me. For me, the act of meditation, for me, the act of prayer is something in my mind where I seek God. And meditation is an act of my heart, what he puts, what, I, what he brings to my heart, what I feel. Because there are situations where like, hey, case in point, let's do this for this person. And the brain will say, mm-mm. No, they're going to mess it up. They're going to crash the car. They're going to dirty the house. They're going to break the thing that you lend them. It, a ton of things can go wrong. Right. Right? Versus like, if you ask me to borrow a tool, I'll gladly give it to you because I know you're responsible and I know you will take care of it. Okay. Right? Versus somebody that's irresponsible. Now, the heart will negate the logic of an irresponsible person. The heart will say, you know what? This is this is it's in my heart. God said, "Let's do it, regardless of the outcome," because because the point is to give, and that's it. And and I don't have to think about it any further. What you're going to do with it, whether it comes back broken or not, that's irrelevant. God will God will take care of that situation. Uh, okay, this is why I would argue. This is why I'm arguing that that's not meditation, right? Okay, is that I think that's thoughtfulness, and I think that's mindfulness. But meditation is really you saying. I'm carving out from all other distractions time to dwell on on I'm just gonna call it so, truth. Right. right? But, but what I'm so saying like, is that situation is that something where I'm like, it's in my heart, let's do it. It it takes time to like reflect where you're fighting. No, you're you, but this is the difference. You're going over a decision. That's mindfulness. That's yeah. and that, okay. I'm not saying that's bad. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking So then meditation like, in, in regards to what? Your personal life or I'm growth? saying I'm saying life. meditation. Well, yeah, exactly. Truth. That's uh, my uh, uh, that's but, my life. That's my perception. No, I'm, but I'm saying things. of like like so for instance, like, okay. Like like take for example, like like a person who says they're a Christian. Okay. Okay. Like I'm a Christian, blah, blah, blah. And I have plenty of Christians like this. So I'm not knocking it. Right, I'm not knocking. It. I'm not saying it's, yeah. it, but I'm saying they haven't gotten to this next, this next phase of their discipleship and their okay. growth, in part because they don't, they are not spending any time in the Word. They have no time exposed okay. to God's truth, right? And when you're not exposing yourself to the those truths and really dwelling on it, and not just reading it cursory and not just hearing it from right. a preacher one time on okay. Sunday morning, really reading it for yourself and thinking about it and letting it shape your heart and your mind okay. and how you see God and how you see yourself. You haven't really meditated. You know what I'm saying? And that's why you can have Christians who've been Christians for, I don't know, five, 10, 20 years and have no real depth of understanding of truth or God or decision-making. They can be very immature Christians, right? Same thing's probably true for this. Yeah. You got guys that have probably been going to group for five years and never even read this thing. Yeah. And, was, and so their level of like digestion of the truth and how to manage these steps or how to manage the outflow of their like, recovery, it's not there. Yeah, like learning the difference between who is who am I speaking in my mind or who is God speaking in my mind. That takes so, time. Separating the, the two between the thoughts. Like so like yeah. I do what you were talking about, the emptying in the mind and fulfilling in the yeah. mind. So like there's um okay. a current, a currency like, yeah. that goes in. Like it's like a flow, a river flowing, right? right. So and you're like, saying the meditation has to be a dedicated. I don't think it no, has to be look, a certain that, time. No, no, not but time. It takes time. But it like That's a dedicated, yeah. a dedicated moment, time, whatever the yeah. length of time is. It has to be strictly focused 
Yeah. On it that. takes more focus. Okay. Like, because it, it can't just be happening like in a decision. But it's also if you took Eastern meditation. But if you relax, like, so it literally talks right here. It says we we relax and take it easy. We don't struggle. So it says, hold on before that. It says, in thinking about our day, we may face indecision. We may not be able to determine which course to take. Here we ask God for inspiration and intuitive thought or decision. We relax and take it easy. We don't struggle. That right there sounds like meditation, right? We are often surprised how right the right answers will come after we have tried this for a while. Yeah. You know, and then we we wait for the um the thoughts that come, the the right thoughts or actions. And whenever my my attention is brought to a certain thing and I, it's not selfish, it's right. more selfless. And like I, I've analyzed all the aspects of how it's not selfish, right. then I go and do that. Right. You know? Right. And so that's the different the difference between praying and meditation. Yeah. So it's like me talking right now is I'm praying. Yes. Right. And then when you talk, I'm, and I'm listening is meditation. meditation to you. Yeah, yes. I got to you. Yeah, I, I, like get it, I get it. I get it. No, I, I hear what you're saying. I think there's probably more nuance in Christian tradition than that. But I think that is a very good place to start. Like, I think that's totally because I think most Christians, I know Christians have been Christians for 20 years and they've never listened to God. They've or separated the, the two between they've them. They've done all the talking. <laughs> their prayer life, right. has, they've done all the talking. All the talking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They've yeah. never quieted their mind and said, let me just dwell on you. And let me just seek you for you, and let me listen to your voice and not mine. They've never done that. You know what's crazy? It's like I had this thought the other day, right? And um, it was because of Matthew McConaughey's doing this okay, little yeah, yeah. Uh, like that. art of life, or yeah, whatever. And yeah. then like I, it made me like want to read his book, right? Yeah, so yeah. I read his book. I listened to his book, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, what? Do I, I was like, man, I want to do what he's doing, kind of. I, like I want to be like a a motivational speaker and I'm right. like, I want to and then like you know I was like let me write down this goal it's like crazy I want to reach 600 billion people you know <laughs> right and like there's not there's only 8 billion people yeah. on the planet yeah. so I'm like I got to be like able, I want to reach all the yeah, Africa yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all the spirits of the universe and I'm thinking I'm thinking to myself right and I, it's like I hear God right so do you want you to be acknowledged for these right. or do you want me to be a to, like, so this is why the whole thing is anonymous. Alcoholics anonymous yeah. because yeah. there is no author. You want to be the author to your life, or do you want me to be the author to yeah. your life? Right. right? Do you want me to be their inspiration working through you, or do you want you to be their inspiration and just taking all the credit for it? Yeah. yeah. You know. So, I like, think I'm going to spend a tremendous amount of time on this on Sunday too. It's been I've been obsessed with it this week. But I, I like this component. Tell me if you've ever thought about it. Did you meditate this. about it? Yeah. Or prayed about it? I have. <laughs> Which one? Well, let me tell you why. Let me, and I think when I say this, you'll be like, oh, yeah, it's a good okay. point. Okay. When you look at the 12 steps, especially what we've just been through, right? Like the first are very passive, but the last, uh, let's say the last from step four on, right, until step 11 where we're at, you're very active. Like you're doing some things. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You're actually saying some things. Yeah. You're going to people. You're making lists. You're saying you're prayers. Digging it up. Being at, like you're doing a lot, right? Yeah. And then you get to step 11, and it's almost like the step writers are like, yeah, don't forget that it's possible to get caught up in the doing and not be connected. Yeah. You're doing good right. things, but not really be seeking yeah, him yeah, and yeah. seeking your connection. Working right. the steps alcoholically. Boom. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, like for for me, I was thinking about it. Like, I know a ton. Of, like, like this is this is a crazy thing to say. 
But I know a ton of guys who are in ministry. And I think in, even in seasons of my life in ministry have been defined by the focus on doing the work of the church and not being connected to God. Does it make right. sense? Right. Like I wake up every day yeah. and it's like, dude, think about my arena. I wake up every day. I have yeah. to read the scripture. Yeah. I'm here at work. I'm dealing yeah, with yeah. like ministry and counseling. But am I seeking God? Yeah. Those are two different things. That's and I think this is that great reminder at step 11. It's like, you've been doing a lot. Yeah. But don't forget, right. it's your conscious contact with him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what that sense? Yeah. that's exactly what I just said. How like if I focus on the task, like where God is, has you know, he's my I'm his vessel, yeah. where he's leading me. Yeah. Like I enjoy that journey better than if I take it upon myself to be like I'm doing this to make money or help this person or make them feel good about me or them or whatever. Versus like, hey, this is the task, and I'm honoring God with it. I'm using the illustration from the. The gospel accounts on Sunday with, um, I don't know if you guys know it, but there's this section where Jesus is, he comes into this home with Mary and Martha, their sisters, and Mary's like his disciple, they're very close, and Martha's her sister, and they're both disciples of Jesus. And Martha's preparing a meal, and Mary's been helping her. And then Mary comes in to like listen to Jesus teach, and Martha comes in, who's still working on the meal, and it's like, Jesus, tell Mary to come help me, or the meal's going to be ruined, right? And Jesus is yeah. like, no, Mary's exactly where she should be right now. And it's that great illustration of like, sometimes you can be doing something that you deem important and go it's good. It's good. It's in fact, it's part of your recovery, right? It's good. But if that you ex like at the expense of your connection, yeah, then you, you may have made it. the work your God. You know, does that yeah. make sense? Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. weird thing, right? Yeah. It's uh it's like I was thinking about that this week. I'm like, man, that's that like that step for me. It's probably been the most impact, like the so most it, significant step for me. It's because, like, it's because yeah. the steps. Because it's a connection you, with God. Yeah. The, the steps bring about like a certain experience, right? right? Experience that is like outside of any drug I've ever taken. Yeah. You know, which makes made me want to just stop everything completely and right. just do this. Right. You know, like I want to just do this. Yeah. I want to do this to the best of my ability, right. and I, I want to help as many people as I can. And I, and yeah. they, they're gonna be sober because of me. You know, and I, and I'm like, well, I was going to ask this too. Like, this is a weird thing to ask, and I think this is dangerous to ask because I think there'll be people that'll listen to this and they'll be slightly offended. But I noticed oh, that well. as well, <laughs> right? Um, so what's happened is we we've done with we've done with AA and recovery what we've done in every section of life, including religious. And I think even on this podcast, we've said, you know, obvious, especially as aired how. Um, professionalized or corporate or religious Christianity has been a turnoff to some extent because a lot of it has to do with like it's a business to some extent it's a nonprofit to some extent you know all that kind of thing yeah. but we've done a little bit of the same thing with recovery right because almost everybody I know that's in recovery that's gotten really really serious in recovery has also at some point dabbled with the idea of I should just work in recovery Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what I'm right. like I should just work in recovery. Yeah, not like it's not enough. Yeah, to or like, I should get paid for this. Exactly. Like I got to turn it into then, my business. Yeah, but that's that's not the altruistic movement. I like, know. That's what like, I'm saying. So like, whenever I was listening to that uh, that um, art of living, and like at the at the very middle of it, they stop and they're like, "All right, well, I, like all this is like a thousand dollars, all this, but we're gonna give it to you for three, like three hundred and seventy five. I was like immediately turned off. Yeah, I was like, yeah. "Oh man," I'm like, <laughs> "Change the channel." Oh, like, oh, you guys got to get paid for this. I'm like, I don't want nothing. I don't want yeah. 
any I mean, money what, for this. God yeah. is going to provide what, what I need. Right. Yeah. But or, what, or just the idea that, like, if you get through all the 12 steps, you're still going to be a service. You're still going to be sponsoring people. You're going to do it. But this yeah. was always meant to be. That's not, where people relapse, too. Right. <laughs> I've seen, like. Isn't that wild? Like, yeah. it's it, it's in every arena we do this. It, and so, but this is the weird thing. If you do that, I'm not saying you can't do that and still have a conscious connection with God. I'm not saying you can't do that and still be healthy. I'm not. Of course, we have to have people in professionalized areas of recovery. I get it, right? I'm not knocking all of it. It's not like I'm saying, throw the baby out with the bathwater, all that kind of it's, stuff. It's the same as... um. Okay, cool. But I'm just saying, like, it is possible that that is a symptom of the idea that you could turn the work of recovery into what you're living for and not the, the outflow of what right, you're living right. for. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's like uh, those pastors is like, oh... I, I but, feel it. I feel it. Twenty-one people going to throw a thousand dollars in the plate right now. But I think, look, it, I, I think you got to throw a thousand dollars. I know it because Jesus I. Jesus told me. Jesus told me you got to put a thousand dollars in the plate. But, but let's be honest. I think. I think in the beginning, for for like you said, it's funny. Even like whether it be pastors or any kind of yeah. job that is of of giving. Yeah. You start with the good intention. Yeah. You start with like, hey. I want to work in recovery. Not with the original thought, because a lot of people that I that said, oh, I want to go work for this organization, I want to do a startup, it always starts charitable. But then when they see that there can be money can be made, that's when the greed sets in and then they can I get away from that, you. I had to have an honest moment with my I'll just I'm I'm giving you an honest moment. Yeah. Right. I realized this was an issue for me. And when I had another pastor ask me, just point blank to the face, he was like, Hey, when's the last time you read the Bible for you? And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, when was the last time you cracked it open and you started reading and the purpose was not to develop a sermon? Wow. And I was like, it, at the point when he asked me that, it had probably, I, 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 if I was to be honest, it was probably over a year. Which means I was I was always doing it. Yes. I'm reading it. I'm, I'm in every yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always right, for right. the work. For the work, right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the weird part, right? That, like you can turn this into like. It's like the mechanic that says, was the last time you changed your oil? Exactly. You go, oh. exactly. oh my God, I haven't changed the oil in a year. I'm a mechanic. That's a great yeah, illustration. Yeah. But that's the, yeah, yeah. When's the last time you changed your oil. Yeah. Like, like oh. I'm a great oil changer. Last time you change your oil. Ooh. On Netflix. Oops. <laughs> no, uh, I don't gear. need to. I'm constantly doing what everybody else is. That's good to know. Right. Yeah. Which is weird, right? And I think I think that's why you're at step eleven. You get here, you've done all this work. Yeah. And it's like, hey, has the work become your replacement instead of the outflow of right. what God's doing in your life? It's become the thing you just do. Right. And I think I, that's dangerous, man. I think too, like sometimes like the more like cause we read this like we read that daily, the 12 steps, right, in either NA or AA, and I go to both fellowships. And what I feel when we get to that, it's like it's full circle, right? Even though it's different meanings, right, um, you know, we, we, we start with God, and then we end with service and giving back. Right? right, which in turn, that to me, just because of coming from church, those two go hand in hand. Because what happens is the way to me, the way the twelve steps feels is it takes you on a journey where it's like, give it to God. You don't know what's going on yet. You do the work, yeah. and it becomes very you, 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 self, 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 self. In a way, even though it's not supposed to, be. you're supposed to work through your your problems and your you know the stuff like you said in the freezer. And then it goes back out to like, hey, 
make sure you stay connected to God, then pass it down to somebody. Yeah. And then start the cycle again. Like, um, you know what I mean? Don't get lost. Don't be like, oh, I'm, because I've seen people in recovery that are like, I've done the 12 steps. I'm good. I'm holier than thou. And they, yeah. and they like to, yeah, they like to not, not, not verbalize oh, that, yeah, but yeah. they act like it. Like, I can't and they'll realize. Say like, like, and yeah. And, and they'll say, like somebody in the fellowship that says, fully recovered, fully recovered. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, you know. Yeah, oh, forever blessed, highly forever favored. Blessed, highly, and that's fine. You can say that. But fully recovered, fully recovered, we're never really fully recovered. No, that's right. right. It's but constant he, work. It's but he grind. says fully recovered, fully recovered, because he's got a, well, a lot of years. Well, think about it like this. He, his sponsor is Jesus. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me, let, can we, I just want to go off track right, for a second, because I just saw this today, and I thought this was hilarious. I love the. I love the level of rawness of the NA people, right? Yep. I'm, I'm giving yep. them a shout out today. Yeah, but I We're saw this. Raw. I saw this today on my Instagram feed. Somebody, somebody that's in NA uh, posted a picture. That said NA turning hoes into housewives since 1953. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Turning those and housewives. I was like, that oh, is brilliant. That is brilliant. That's classic. Yeah, that's, that's classic. Man. Turning hoes. You got to send me that. Oh, man. I need that. Well, and they, I'm going to make that my profile picture. And full of like pimps and hoes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it really is because I, I get shocked sometimes when like married women that, that, that I perceive as like, oh, they have all this time yeah. in recovery. And then after the meetings, you get fellowship and then they bring up like a story from their past. Like, yeah. You know, and, and yeah. it's like, whoa, what, what? <laughs> you what? know, and it's like, whoa, it's like, you know, I get it. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. That good. All right, that's about as far as we can probably go for today. Um, but it was awesome. Yeah, that was so, that was good. Uh, uh, I think this is gonna be a good one Sunday. So I don't know. I'll be here. Come yeah, I'll be it here. Out. It's gonna be good. Let's rock and roll. We got one step left. One step and maybe a wrap up. But first, I'll have to ask my wife. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> All right. Love you. Mean it. Peace. Bye.